Folks, what is happening? Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Podcast. My name is Darren Gibbs. And today I'm going to talk about why the fuck did I run a marathon? And again, usually with my podcast, if I'm doing an episode by myself and just giving some advice or life experience for myself, I usually have some bullet points or notes that I like elaborating on. But I think sometimes it's just good to go off the cuff, just go from whatever pops into my head, because I feel sometimes it's more natural that way. And anyone who does follow my pages, Facebook, Instagram, or, you know, listens to the podcast, receives my emails, happy newsletter, if you haven't signed up, signed up. Click the link in my bio on Instagram. But anyone who is following me is kind of well aware that I like doing things put me in an uncomfortable position. Don't be getting the wrong idea. Depending who you are. But let's be serious. I think it's so, so, so important. So, so important. So, 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 so important to be putting yourself in a comfortable position. Now, I'm not going to call anyone out or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not picking a particular type of person or people or gender or whatever. But I feel that we as a generation, as a human race, we're going very soft. And I think, for, now this is just my point of view, and a lot of people are like following, a lot of stuff I've read in books, just self-education, this is like my accumulation of knowledge, and this is why my opinion is a certain way. But I feel that people are struggling so much with their mental health, life, and just shit in general, is because they haven't dealt with any adversity in their life. Everything's been given to them. They've never been told no. They don't know. They don't understand what a struggle is. None of that. And then when something difficult comes into their life, it overwhelms them. They're uncertain. They're anxious. They're fearful. They're freaking out. And then life just isn't good for them, basically. And I discovered that from a very, very young age. I'm going to do an additional podcast. I'm not sure when it will be when I'll be doing it, obviously keep your eyes peeled, I'll advertise, of course, on my kind of childhood growing up and why I'm so happy now as a person from all the shit and adversity and negativity and down moments I had to deal with growing up until my late teens, early 20s. And to get back to why... I ran a marathon is because I played football decent enough of football and I was a goalkeeper and my running fitness wasn't great in terms of being explosive powerful athletic yes I was very fit that way but if you try and get me to run 5k I'm going to be slow as fuck doing it you get me to sprints after a while I'm going to fatigue fairly quickly my body isn't built that way but when you're in a team of 20-ish lads playing football, especially Carrick United, the Carrick type of mentality, people, you know, if you're bad at something, they're just going to slag you. Now, not in a narcissistic or mean way towards me at all. That's about them or that I suck. It's just lad banter, basically. And I, any time during any fitness session, I was constantly coming last or dare dare belts, right? And it was wrecking my head. When, actually, it was wrecking my head that I was coming last. It was that I was being like I was 
I was being like, there were people taking the piss on me over basically. And that kind of brought me back to my childhood, weirdly enough. Like I've, uh, when I get focused on something, like if I tell my friends, I'm going to do this. If I tell myself, I'm going to do this. If I want to achieve something, I will get mentally obsessed with it. And I will focus on everything I have to do in my power to achieve that goal. And I will, I will think nonstop about it and focus on it. But I, I use anger to fuel me. And if you listen to one of my previous podcasts about my counseling experience or deep chats with a counselor, maybe Ashton, I was talking about that and it'd be a bit easier myself. But I still have to, I'm still unsure, I'm still processing it. Because I think it is really, really powerful fueling yourself by anger. And that's what I did during Martin. So basically, just to cut the, sh- the story short in terms of why I ran the Martin, basically, I was like, right, for my 2019 fitness goal, my top fitness goal for 2019, I want to run a Martin. I want to prove loads of people wrong, my friends, everybody, all my coaches, all of my players on my football team wrong that I could run a Martin. I could run 26 miles. Previous to me setting this goal, 5K was a struggle for me. Like, obviously, I could do it, but it was fairly fucked after, if you get me. My legs were fairly tired, cramping, whatever. You know, I'd be sore for two or three days, hips are in bits, etc., etc. right? So, I decided, right, I'm going to run a marathon, booked it for the 5K marathon in June. Basically, trained really well. I remember when I was about close to the marathon, I was like, fuck, this, like, I'm feeling good. I, like, I was so confident. I was like, I was telling everyone, I'm definitely going to do this in four hours. My training, like, I was running 30-ish Ks beforehand, doing a great time. And like around half a marathon under two hours, like I was just doing really, really well in my training beforehand. Now, I didn't have no structure to my training. I was just like, hmm, I'm in the mood for a run today, I'll go for a run. I didn't say, right, I'm going to 5K today, then 15K three days later, and then one long run over the weekend. I was just like picking and choosing what I wanted to do. So that was one mistake I made. But it wasn't about that. All I wanted to do was finish the marathon. So now it comes to the day of the marathon. And this is where I'm going to dig deep into my mentality and how you can maybe take a gold nugget from it and why you need some fucking hardship in your life to make you a happier and better person. The day of the marathon came, feeling good, nervous as fuck. Oh my God, I was so scared. I think reality kicked in when I was down there. I goes, I'm running 26 fucking miles. And like, I'm not built for running at all. And I was like, fuck, it was going to... I was freaking out a bit, but you know, that's good. Anxiety is like, it's good anxiety that was. And an hour into the race, sorry, like the, the race started off fine. I was flying in the first hour. I was like, geez, I'm making good fucking pace here. And I was running and about an hour into the race, then I was like, fuck, my knee's going to hurt me. So I said, I stop and get a drink of water. Like, I think it was like, what, six miles in or something this ish? What's that, 10 kilometers ish? And um, feeling grand stopped. And then when I stopped, my knee just started pulsing. It was like I had a heartbeat in my knee. And I was like, oh my God, this can't be happening at this stage of the race. I thought it was going to happen, but maybe three hours or so into the race, not an hour into the race. And I looked up and I seen one of the signs saying how much I had left and it said 20 miles. And I never, I never forget that moment of me just looking at it. And there's just people running past me and just there. And I was like, fuck me. I have some difficult time on my hands. At six miles in, my knee was in agony. I was like, right, I have 20 miles to go. So I was like, right, fucking let's go anyway, man.
internet because I wanted to prove to myself, but more importantly, I wanted to prove other people wrong that I could achieve it. And it's a bit cynical and I suppose kind of has been narcissistic, but I, I was feeling myself with anger the whole way. So when the hour, when I was an hour in, I was like, right, I better go. I was trying to run. I had no music. Biggest mistake ever. I wish I had Rocky or something in the background. And I was just fucking hobbling along for ages. Had to keep stopping. Like, I was stopping so much. People that were coming over to me, asked me, I'm okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I was just, I was so in the zone of just anger. And anyone knows me, I'm not an angry person. I'm the complete opposite. I'm very happy, energetic, relaxed dude. But when I get into my anger mode or workout mode, like when I'm exercising, I get into that mode a lot. You can't like you can't really talk to me. I just kind of focus dramatically on what I want to do. And I was like, and I was running away anyway. So this going on for ages. I remember when I got to the half, half, halfway point, I was like, I can't. I couldn't even walk at this stage. Like I was like, I was walking, trying to run, walking, trying to run. And I was running. So I was like, the, like I mean, the, I can't emphasize enough the pain I was in. And this going on for hours upon hours. And like I was coming one of one of the people dead last now. And then when you get, when I got to half marathon place, if you're doing only the half marathon, you turn right and you go that you're almost there basically. But then if you're doing a full marathon, you go left and you literally have to what what's half that? Thirteen miles. I think you had to go up like something like four or five miles up and then whatever seven miles back, and it was just a straight line. It was so draining. The the first half of the marathon was fine. There was lots of turns. You're seeing nature and shit. We were just on the greenway in Waterford, and it was just straight up. You turn around, straight back. That's all. There wasn't any, well, there was scenery, but you're just seeing, seeing the same shit over and over again. And I remember, right, I mean, I, I was like, right, I kept telling myself, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. And I was feeling myself with anger. And I got to the point where I was in so much pain, I had to go back to my childhood where I was be like, like, so if you do follow me or you don't follow me, basically, I'll do a podcast on basically my childhood and how I was bullied and how it kind of shaped me the person I was. But I got bullied a lot. And like a lot of times, the shit could help me, basically. So I was like in so much pain, I had to go back to stuff in my early childhood, you know, like when I was seven, eight, nine, ten, around that age. And think about this person beat me up, this person saying I can't do this, this person saying I'm shit at football, this person saying I'm shit at heart, this person saying that beat me up at school, beat me up after school. I had to go back and use all that anger as fuel. And like, I mean, I was just running for maybe two minutes, walking for 15, 20 minutes, running for a little bit. And I was just there and I was like in agony, just like hobbling along. And to show how slow I was going, there was a dude in a wheelchair that beat me by like an hour and something. And that's not too, geez, a dude in a wheelchair beat me. I was like, when he went past me, man, I was so like pumped for him. I was like, fair fucks you, man. And um, that, that's basically just how slow I was going. And I was running, running, and I remember there's about three or four miles to go. And this is what, about five hours in? Like, the marathon in total took me six hours. And I was about four, about four miles from the finish line. And I remember I was running, I remember just, I got like a rush of adrenaline. I was like, oh my God, my knee is grand. I think the pain's gone. And um, I was like, grand, happy days, let's go. So I said, fuck it, let's run, like try and make up a bit of time. And I was running for about 15 minutes, I'd say, without any pain. And it was, it was literally like somebody got a knife and stuck it into my knee. Not even shot my knee. Stuck it into, like a knife, just jabbed a knife straight into my knee. I was running, and I was like, my knee just went boom. Like, I mean, like, 
I'm not one to overreact an injury or anything like that. Like, if a very high pain threshold, like from ever at physio and stuff, I rarely be actually in that much pain. And it was like somebody literally stuck a knife into me and I just collapsed on the floor. And not that I collapsed, I was screaming. Like, I mean, screaming my heart out. Now, thank God there's nobody around. <laughs> um, I was just by myself at this stage. I was screaming on the floor and I was like holding my knee. It was like, it was literally like honestly, it was like somebody just blew, like my knee, kneecap just got chopped off. And I was just lying on the floor for 20 minutes. I was on the floor and just lying there and I was having my hand on the railing, like I dragged myself over. And I was sitting there and I was like, I've... I was there. I can't do this. Like, and I was letting the negative, the bad wolf try and take over my mind. I was like, fuck that. I'm not letting him beat me. And again, I was just anger. I'm going to prove all these people wrong. I'm doing this for me. I said, I, I said six months ago, I'm going to do this. So I'm going to fucking do it. Even if I have one leg, zero legs, if I have to rob that fucking, if I have to rob a wheelchair of somebody or fucking just crawl over the line, I will do it. And that's what I was thinking about. I was constantly like, fuck, come on, come on, come on. And I was just so angry during the whole thing. And it was weird. I was angry, but I was laughing nonstop. I kept saying to myself, only you, you ginger fucktard, will get yourself in a situation like this, that you're in the middle of fucking, it's fucking roasting, by the way. I got scalded. And I kept laughing at myself. She's like, only you will get yourself in this situation. And at least I was seeing the positive side of it as well, but most of it was fueled by anger. And when I was, after able to go off the ground, I was like limping back to the finish line. Let's hold on to the railing and like show us with five hours in at this stage, whatever. Like I finished the marathon, it was about six hours. I was hold on to the hold on to the railing. And people, you know, doing the security or just checking everyone's up right to help people. Come up to me in like a little little pickup truck, but like a mini version, you know, like a, a kind of similar to a golf cart, kind of that kind of size. And say, Would you like to lift back? Like like and she goes, like nobody's gonna see you. Nobody's going to know. And, I, and then I turned around and I goes, I'll know. I goes, I'm, there's only, like, whatever, there's four miles left. If I can do 22 miles, I can show you do four miles. And she's like, you sure? And I goes, look, I was just saying, like, I don't want to let myself down. I goes, I'm doing it anyway. She just kind of left me off then. I was kind of walking back, limp back. And she was taking me fucking ages to get back to the finish line. And my poor friend Damien was waiting there for me. <laughs> Which I told me done in four hours. It was six hours and I rocked over the line. And I bumped into this, ah, not elderly man, like, but he's 40s, maybe early, early 50s. And then we just walked back for the last couple of miles, just chatting. And um, then when I got to the finish line then, I was like, right, I'm going to try and run to the end of the finish line. And I crossed the finish line. The, it didn't hit me then. I was like, oh, thank fucking God, I'm done. And got my medal, got in the car with Damien. And I literally could not shut the fuck up. I was full of adrenaline. I mean, I was full of adrenaline, adrenaline. And when I got back to the house then, I was lying down in bed and my knee locked up. I couldn't, I couldn't walk for three or four days after the marathon. That's how fucked up my knee was. My meniscus went, I went physio, got sore after a while, it was okay. And I was so proud of myself when I got home and I was by myself and the adrenaline weared off and I was like, the sense of achievement and how happy I was from doing it was incredible now it was weird in terms of enjoyment setting up my business was the most enjoyment i've ever gotten in my life in terms of proud and how proud i was but for all the anger and resentment i had towards people who bullied me during the marathon that fueled me with energy was ridiculously was ridiculous 
And from that adversity, from that challenging times, I know no matter what is going to be thrown in my face, I can deal with it. Leave my job, set up my own business, dealt with that. This Martin, dealt with that. The coronavirus pandemic kicked, my business could have gone down, I knew I was going to deal with it. But putting yourself into difficult situations on a regular basis, folks, is going to make you a happier person. Because when life is shit, and you put yourself in shit situations that are more difficult than life itself, like little drama, oh, this person did this about me, oh, she said this, he said this, oh, he doesn't shut up doing this. Like, when you, when you are, like, in a state of, like, oh, fuck it, I can't be arsed. Like, I worked out two hours today, an hour and a half today. I went for a run today. Had a cold shower today. I ran a marathon here last week. When you're doing those things on a regular basis, ordinary, ordinary things in life just don't seem to bother you. And, and like, speak to a lot of people that, like, I got that from Joe Rogan, David Goggins. They're speaking about it on a, more than one podcast. And David Goggins in particular, says it extremely frequently. I was like, right, I'm going to try and implement this into my life. And since I've done it, life is just way easier. So if you are feeling, hmm, 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 if you're feeling like you're getting emotional sometimes, now, I'm not saying that you can't get emotional. Being emotional is important. I think it's very, very important to be emotional. Being in touch with your emotions, but not like, you know, like you're going to have, cause harm to anyone but if simple things in life or people or situations are upsetting you or ruining your life for example or hindering it get into the habit of putting yourself into an uncomfortable position we used to chase fucking tigers animals for food we used to be like you know war all that kind of stuff now everything is at our fingertips we're gone soft and mentally we're gone soft i always treat my mind as if it's a muscle and so I like, like you break down a muscle, it comes back stronger. I treat mine the exact same. Put myself in difficult situations, I'm going to come back stronger. Life hit, like, like my life, something in life difficult happens, you're going to come back stronger as a result. Someone dies in your family, for example, something bad happens, you build up a fucking lot of resilience as a result of that. And how to build up resilience is putting yourself in difficult situations on a regular, regular basis. So, folks, that's me over and out. I hope you enjoyed my story from my marathon. As always, if you can share this on your Instagram story and tag me in it, that would be absolutely fantastic. Besides that, folks, over and out from myself and have a good day.